Talk Radio. InfoWars. Tomorrow's news today. Folks down in Louisiana and Mississippi like to eat their crawdads and their bullfrogs and the rest of it. And, well, sometimes they just throw the whole frog in the boiling pot. But they've learned that if you throw one into boiling water, he'll just jump right out. But if you set him in a cool pot of water and you just turn the heat up slow, he thinks it's a hot tub at first and then passes out and dies a painless death. And that's where America and the world is right now. We're in the middle of the New World Order, Great Reset, takedown of civilization. The world is not driven forward by big, um, grand uh, decisions. The world is driven forward by small action, but actions which are integrated into an overall system. Mm. This is a scientific technocracy takeover to force us onto the AI, global social credit score, cashless society system. If you're left behind, you're facing something far worse, which is to be completely irrelevant. They won't even need you as a serf or as a slave. Uh, Adding to the body a second immune system, which is not organic, but an inorganic immune system, are made up of millions of tiny, ro- tiny nanorobots inside your body. What I learned from a source who is a very unique source, having um, infiltrated uh, the globalist cult at the UN level, is that he was in high-level meetings that required number of security clearances where they actually discussed the plan to bring 100 million people into the United States in order to pave the way for a regional government of US, Canada and Mexico. And that was to bring in 100 million people from Latin American countries together with a strategy of creating these cartels, making life unbearable. It's called a push-pull strategy where they push all these people out of these countries where it's unbearable living uh, like this, and they pull them into the United States. And then once you reach that critical number of over 100 million in, in this invasion, they will then propose that, well, for your family and friends back home, who need, you know, you need ease of travel, they need a better life, and so on and so on. And we can do all this better with a regional government than we can with a U.S. government. And they will have enough critical mass inside the country in order to affect that policy. That's, that's the globalist plan that we're working towards. Now, being aware of this is the key to winning. And whether you're in Sweden or whether you're in Italy or whether you're in Canada, it's spreading all over the planet. So the globalists are in trouble. And this fight is literally in a tie position right now. If you think collapsing borders is bad, if you think all the terrible things in wars and police state political purges and censorship and cashless societies and gun purchases being tracked by the credit card companies illegally and putting you in a database, if you think that's bad, you ain't seen nothing yet. Last night I talked about my involvement in the development of a little microchip implant. And many people have already taken that microchip implant. The news media has talked about it being a good thing. And they will tell you that it's a good thing to have this. Your children won't ever get lost again. They won't be able to give you the wrong 
medication. You won't be able to lose this thing. And so the plan is underway that you will receive it. I would be remiss if I came to you and didn't tell you that God's word says, don't you take it. What matters for our children is we win this fight. What happens to us doesn't matter. And in that challenge, in that conflict, we will find the road to God. Do that, and you'll earn your way to the next level. This is the Info War. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow. Here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials for the buy one, get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. And as always, an honor and pleasure to be here with you hosting The Alex Jones Show on this Monday, September 19th, 2022. Now, we've got a loaded news day coming up as I'll be with you here through 6 p.m. Central, fulfilling my normal war room host duties, but tons of news to get to here on The Jones Show. Plus, we've got stuff from Alex lined up, including something that for me was, I, I, I don't really know what the analogy would be, but it was a relief. I think it was a sign of where the populist movement was going. And I think it shows that unity in the populism movement, in the pro-America movement, in the free speech movement, in the conservative movement, it encompasses all of that, this populist movement, that unity moving forward is going to be the key. And that doesn't mean we all have to sing and dance the exact same. That doesn't mean we all have to have the exact same vision for the future or how we're going to get there. But putting aside our differences, putting aside the 
division that the media wants us to remain in is going to be key. And I don't want to make a big issue of the past, but it's pretty well known that uh, Alex Jones is considered a controversial figure and people don't want to invite him onto their shows or they're afraid they're going to get censored. They're afraid the mainstream media is going to attack them if they share Alex Jones videos. But what's happening? Kyrie Irving shares an Alex Jones video that goes totally viral. What does the media do? They attack him. They say how bad he is for doing it. That shouldn't be a sign for Kyrie Irving not to share an Alex Jones video. That should be a sign to share another Alex Jones video when the corrupt establishment is coming after you. So when I walked in the studio last night, because I knew we were going to play this video today, of Alex Jones getting a round of applause, a standing ovation at a Turning Point USA event, it was it was such a relief. It, it, it brought such a relief of... of a wave of relief because, you know, you can sit here and point out Alex Jones's flaws or you can sit here and point out Alex Jones's prophecy, but that man deserves to be speaking at an event called Defeating the Great Reset. He's been fighting the Great Reset for three decades. And finally, it's nice to see what we would normally consider the conservative establishment or conservative inc. recognizing Alex Jones for calling out the Great Reset ahead of its ahead of its arrival and talking about how to battle it. And now it's gone into the hearts and minds of all Americans. So here is Alex Jones at the Turning Point USA event just happened on Saturday He's introduced to the crowd, and we will play the full speech for you now here on The Alex Jones Show. Since we're doing the remote guest, um, while, I'm, while we're talking, I just want to make sure our guest can hear everything we're saying and all that. So I was told by everybody, it's not the President Trump, but it is going to make you guys wait till you see this. All right. In fact, this man is more hated by the media than Donald Trump, and that says something, okay? Which is, so... If you're going to talk about the Great Reset, then you have to have someone who's the most banned man in America. Alex Jones joins us. So Alex, whoa, Alex, welcome remotely. I was told by all the people like, oh, you can't have Alex at your event, which makes me just want to have Alex even more. (laughs) Alex, you wrote a book on the Great Reset. What is the Great Reset? Why did you write the book? Well, I saw C. Bannon yesterday, and he's absolutely right. And I I love the, the title and the hashtag, Defeat the Great Reset. The Great Reset is what Ronald Reagan when he was first running for office in 1979, spoke about. Nobody really talks about these, these speeches, but I mean, I've seen at least 10 of them where he's talking about the new world order and, and, and the globalists and how multinational corporations want to use a form of corporate uh, communism to control everybody. And so I didn't discover all this. I grew up with my father in, in Dallas where I grew up taking me to see speeches by candidate and then president Ronald Reagan, and, and so Ronald Reagan 
the first few years of his administration really got into this big central topic. There's not just communism worried about, not just China and Russia, not just radical Islam, but but really powerful corporations that are authoritarian and, and that want to take over our nation that are really anti Free market. So the Great Reset is the Bilderberg Group UN corporate arm. And a month ago, they were given official UN advisor, uh, advisory status or on par with the Secretary General that the UN signed a treaty with the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab, who is announcing world government, announcing global IDs, announcing carbon taxes, announcing social credit scores, announcing carbon lockdowns, announcing everything. So folks who really love the book, uh, and it's been an off and on number one bestseller for the last two weeks, and people ask, how did you write this book? It's so powerful. This thing was about 800 pages long, and then Tony Lyons at Skyhorse and his crew did a great job cutting it down to 300 pages. This thing could have been, again, 1,000 pages long. It's mainly their quotes, bibliography, showing where they said it, and people read this, and they say, is this believable? Then you go to the back, it shows the YouTube links or the World Economic Forum links where they are admitting it. So Hitler... In, in the uh, late 1920s, wrote Mein Kampf, or My Struggle, which if people would listen to him, we could have stopped him early. Well, Klaus Schwab has written a bunch of books that are basically his Mein Kampf, and this is a condensed breakdown of their own words and the blueprint of their global takeover plan and how they plan to turn the world energy off, implode the third world, flood the first world, replacement migration. This is the Death Star plans. And so what's great is, I was talking about the Great Reset, uh, you know, many, many years ago and, and, and how they were going to trigger this big event to force us into a worldwide economic collapse and a social credit score and a universal basic income that controls every facet of our lives, which is now being rolled out. And people really didn't listen back then. But now they're listening because we're living in this operation. And so that's why the Great Reset and the War of the World is so important. We will beat them if mainline populist politics, which is the Republican Party now, we're taking over thanks to you, Charlie, and you know that great crowd and so many others. Thanks to loyal Americans, we are winning this fight right now for the hearts and minds of the world. That's why the deep state, not just here but around the world, is trying to silence people, trying to surveil people. It just came out, as you know, yesterday in, in federally released documents that not only is Facebook and other big tech companies taking direct orders from previously Obama – and then now under the third administration of Obama, Biden, but they are specifically spying on prominent conservatives' private text and delivering, without warrants, files on a minute-to-minute -minute basis of everything we're saying and doing. And, and so it's far beyond censorship. It is total illegal criminal surveillance. They're going for broke. And just last Thursday, in Senate hearings, the spokesperson, the corporate rep of Facebook, admitted to all of this and just threw down the gauntlet. So the battle's joined, but I am extremely honored to literally be here with the leader of the pack, Charlie Kirk, and the great Turning Point USA. I, I, I mean, your buzz has been giant for six years, but I'm telling you, everywhere there's victory, everywhere people are awakening, everywhere young people are being energized and others, it's Charlie Kirk and Turning Point USA and what you're doing. So I am very honored to be here, and I salute you in the fight for Western civilization and the future of our world and in the battle to defeat the Great Reset. So, Alex, in your book, you talk about the green agenda. We see rolling blackouts across Europe. Can you talk about the role that energy plays in the Great Reset? This is a topic we haven't touched on very much in our conference here. What does the Green New Deal, all this environmentalism, environmental fascism, 
have to do with the Great Reset. Can you help connect the dots for our audience here? If energy was a chess piece, if, 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 if energy was a chess piece in the globalist game plan on the board, it's the queen. And for those who don't know about chess, the queen is the most If powerful. you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Now go back to Alex Jones speaking at a Turning Point USA event this Saturday, defeating the Great Reset. Here's Alex Jones on the issue of energy. If energy was a chess piece, if, 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 if energy was a chess piece in the globalist game plan on the board, it's the queen. And for those who don't know about chess, the queen is the most powerful, powerful piece. She can go any direction she wants, do whatever she wants. So... Control of energy and their takeover plan isn't a pawn, it's not a rook, it's not a bishop, uh, it's not a knight, it, it's not a king, it is the queen. And it is absolutely the most powerful piece, and they admit that. If you control energy, you control populations, you can bring them to their knees and make them capitulate with a social credit score, universal basic income, everything they're doing. And so, yes, they're dissolving the borders and bringing in third world populations as a permanent underclass. Yes, they're attacking family values. Yes, they're funding our enemies. Yes, they're devaluing our currency. Yes, they are undermining our culture. And all those things are important, but the central piece is energy, and energy has two heads. Energy for electricity and cars and, and factories and society, so energy for machines, and then energy for humans. 
So we'd think as they cut off the pipelines and the Keystone and won't let us have new uh, drilling permits in the U.S. or Gulf of Mexico or Alaska, all the great things Trump did within just four short years took us from the number three energy producer to the number one energy producer and, and, and a boom economy. By simple executive orders that Biden signed his second day in office, he turned off thousands of sub-pipelines, tens of thousands of pipeline spurs, killed more than 20,000 new pipeline spur permits. So even when they get the natural gas or oil, they can't get it uh, to the central refining areas or to the trucks. Now, that sounds important, and we'll go more into actual energy for the internal combustion engine for power plants and, and, and things like that. But it's still not the most important head. It's the little head. The most important energy is for us, 7.5 billion of us, and it's called food. And their war on food is specific and direct. In more than 100 countries, like Sri Lanka and the Netherlands, they're announcing the shutdown, Sri Lanka started three years ago, of almost all farming, any nitrogen-based fertilizer that's totally healthy and good. Uh, they've already announced within six years they're going to ban 80% of the cows, this year 30% in the Netherlands. That's why Klaus Schwab says you will have no beef, you'll own nothing, you'll, you know, you'll like it, you're going to eat the bugs, is because they are literally listing not just carbon dioxide, a life-giving gas, the key fourth part of the um, carbon cycle, sunlight, water, oxygen, carbon dioxide, have to have it for life, but they're now targeting methane that bovine burp and also pass through the rear end. And so this is happening, this isn't coming their revolution is now a revolution against prosperity, a revolution against humans, a transhumanist agenda. And so we've got to point out that the mass starvation of the third world, not from COVID-19, but from two-plus years of IMF, World Bank, imposed lockdowns. Whereas we had six months of lockdowns, and whereas Australia had a year and a half, some parts of Africa and Latin America just went out of lockdown in the last six months. So they are collapsing. And they've had national surveys and international surveys, 90% of the illegal alien migrants coming here, who I don't blame. Some of them are criminals. We need to stop them. But 90% say, or 93%, depending on the poll, I, I'm starving. The farm I worked on is closed, or the factory I work at is closed. I have no food. And so they deliberately turn off the food, turn off the energy. The third world collapses. Then it floods us, the Western lifeboats, the first world nations. We then sink, and the globalists organize after the Great Reset, with their Build Back Better, which is the authoritarian technocracy transhumanist system they want to build on the rubble of our great renaissance, truly classical liberal civilization. And so everything is energy, energy for the combustion engine, energy for machines, and energy for humans, and they're coming directly at those two key sectors. So let's, let's zero in on the food thing, Alex. In particular, they are fascinated with getting rid of meat, Talk more about that, but also talk about the other implications of getting rid of meat, testosterone levels, maybe replacing it with this synthetic nonsense that Bill Gates just happens to also be an investor in, by the way, super crony capitalist. Talk about the, why they're so incredibly focused on eradicating meat from our planet. What's going, what's going on with this? Well, if you go back to Genesis, anybody should go read it, written 3,000-plus years ago by amazing Jewish scribes inspired by God. I mean, in the first chapter, they just keep talking about cows and meat all day long and saying that's the real symbol of freedom. Now, Moses said later, we're not going to worship the golden calf. That's idolatry. But they were worshiping a golden calf. They're worshiping a cow. And, 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 and the cow is the perfect meat. The Native Americans knew it. Everybody knew it. You can, you can mate a bison with a water buffalo from Africa or India or with a Holstein uh, you know, cow in France. So 
meat, red meat they put out for 50 years is deadly and poisonous and horrible. There are now thousands of studies that it annihilates heart disease. It annihilates strokes. It's what our bodies are made of. We, we love red meat more than anything. What we don't need is highly cooked, burned meat like bacon and things and things that turn into trans fats and artificial fats gum up our arteries and our veins. Uh, when people just eat a plant diet, they have lower IQs. They're not as healthy. When they don't eat meat as children, uh, brain sizes and growth are up to a third smaller. So I don't really buy their official evolution line, but even the evolutionary uh, scientists will tell you, humans, they believe, evolved, became powerful and smart, and got big heads from eating lots of meat. It's as soon as humans started eating meat, even according to their theories, that we got advanced intelligences. So, I mean, I mean it's simple. You didn't have the ancient Vikings taking over the world, sitting there, you know, eat, uh, you know, just, just just eating their Wheaties. Red meat is key. Uh, fish is incredible. Shrimp are incredible. Krill is probably the best superfood on Earth, but not everybody lives by the ocean. Uh, but there's a reason the longest-lived cultures, like the Japanese, mainly eat seafood. So in, 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 in lieu of seafood, and most people can't afford it or get it, now, I probably can't afford high-quality seafood every day. My God, the, the bills are incredible. Put my wife out to eat seafood last week. It was like 150 bucks. The point is, but beef is still cheap. And whether you're in India or whether you're in the Netherlands, where they worship cows again in India, sacred cow, because the milk and the cheese, everything it gives them, everywhere they have the cow, we have a ranch we've had since Mexican land grants in uh, 1826, and we still have the land, we still have cows on it. Well, without the property tax exemption or, or, or ag exemption, we couldn't pay for the couple thousand acres we still have left. And so most of these family farms also have cows. And so if you're not running a dairy or you're not running beef cattle, you, you have no money to even pay the limited reduced taxes you got to pay. So if you undermine beef, anybody has been in an airplane or flown cross-country in a helicopter, I don't care if you're in New Mexico or New York or Texas, cows are everywhere. And it's cows that are sustainable, renewable, delicious, uh, and nutritious. And so it's it basically, if you want to starve people, the first thing you do is target beef, and then you undermine all the rest of the agricultural system. So, so Alex, that, that segues to a question that some people have, which is I want to just be as precise and factual with this as possible. Is there an agenda by the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab or Bill Gates, to depopulate the earth. What evidence do you have to show that and talk about the research you've done on that? I have so much evidence it gives me a headache. <laughs> Anybody can see my seminal film that before Google took it off uh, had over 80 million views. I put it out in 2017 and it's called Endgame Blueprint for Global Enslavement. And people are always re-uploading it. It's free to air. There's no trademark copyright on it. it. It belongs to you folks. That means use it. And it's a two and a half hour movie. And probably 30 minutes of it is just global leaders saying, we're going to take over the world, cut off the energy. Shut All down right, the ladies and gentlemen, cars. we'll have more from Alex Jones speech on the other side of this break. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. 
Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Everybody. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. about to go back to Alex Jones speaking at the TPUSA event, Defeating the Great Reset. And it really is great to know that in this fight to defeat the Great Reset, to defeat global tyranny and the enslavement of mankind, that should Alex Jones and InfoWars be struck down like Obi-Wan Kenobi for everyone to see in this great battle, that there will be others left on the battlefield still fighting for freedom and truth and justice on this planet. We'd like to be in the arena forever. That's why we released the new coin, the man in the arena coin. You can go to 1776coin.com or infowarsstore.com to get the latest installment. But it's, it's just nice to know there's others on the battlefield, and hopefully they will be ready for the trials that, that are ahead for this country. Hopefully they realize, as Alex Jones is talking about, the seriousness of the depopulation agenda. Hopefully people realize just how serious it is and they girt themselves for the spiritual, intellectual, philosophical, and in some ways physical battle that is ahead. So we go back now to Alex Jones defeating the Great Reset. I have so much evidence it gives me a headache. <laughs> Anybody can see my seminal film that before Google took it off uh, had over 80 million views. I put it out in 2017, and it's called Endgame Blueprint for Global Enslavement. And people are always re-uploading it. It's free to air. There's no trademark copyright on it. It it belongs to you folks. That means use it. And it's a a two-and-a-half-hour movie, and probably 30 minutes of it is just global leaders saying, we're going to take over the world, cut off the energy, shut down the family farms, and starve people down to 500 million. The same thing was on the Georgia Guidestones. Incredibly ambitious, genocidal goal. And it is just replete. And so is this book. Anybody can pull up Yuval Harari, L.O. Yuval Harari, uh, who, who is the, the, the high priest of, the, uh, of this globalist group, the WEF, that is just the mouthpiece of the globalist. And anybody can pull up Klaus Schwab or anybody can type, type in World Economic Forum calls for depopulation. They are specific. King Charles III, he was Prince Charles, uh, you know, said he wants to depopulate the earth. His father said he wants to come back. Prince Philip, uh, in Reuters and in uh, AFP or the French News, and also in the Audubon Society, said, I want to come back as a virus to kill 80% of the world population. So Bill Gates' foundation... You can find these clips online until the late 90s. wasn't called Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. It was called the Depopulation Foundation. And so his father was the head of Planned Parenthood. So this has always been their agenda. This has always been their goal. 
They're not really bringing sustainable things to communities. I think we should industrialize the third world. I think we should have clean technologies. I think people should try to shoot for no more than three children. If you want to have more, that's great. But we need, as, as all the scientists and demographers and historians and mathematicians and statisticians and Elon Musk have said, if you don't have 2.2 children on average, every two adults don't have 2.2 children in, in, in the aggregate, you will have societal collapse. And so England has a 1.4, the U.S. a 1.7, Italy a 1.2, Japan a 1.2. That is total collapse level. And then I'm sorry, nothing against third world populations. It, it doesn't work. You bring them in as the, quote, replacement group. All you've done is created a permanent third world population. You don't collapse the first world to save the first world. So the centerpiece of the globalist agenda, cutting off energy to machines and energy to homo sapiens, is societal collapse. And then Klaus Schwab talks about the angrier world. And as things fall apart, as things disintegrate, and as crime explodes, they will then pose as the saviors with a global socialist communist government directed by crony capitalist fascists who are exempt from their own rules, just like Martha's Vineyard, you know, threw out the illegal aliens in, in 24 hours, but tells Texas towns that have millions coming in, you just need to pay for them, you know, poor Texas towns. And so everything they say for us, it's different from them, and it really is just a, a, a very evil, corrupt, selfish worldview. And I'm, folks don't have to be rocket scientists to understand. If somebody's trying to cut off all the major farms in the world that aren't corporate-owned, if somebody's trying to make you eat synthetic, synthetic gruel, if somebody's trying to make you drink sewage water and saying you'll own nothing, you'll have nothing, you'll be happy, if somebody's saying the age of humans being here is over, the post-human age is here, that's in the Wall Street Journal. That's in the New York Times. This is a sick, disconnected elite that disdain us and project their own hatred of themselves onto us who have appointed themselves as God, and they literally would make Hitler blush in how widespread and how wide-reaching their actual battle plan is. And what's insane, Charlie, is they're actually implementing it right now. We've left beta in the New World Order, Agenda 21, George Herbert Walker Bush, 1992, Rio de Janeiro, everything they called for by the year 2020, they did. They were a little bit behind, but almost got there. Now they're accelerating Agenda 2030. So don't believe me. They get up and say, great reset, build back better, Agenda 2030, and go read the Agenda 2030 plan. It is biomedical tyranny, horse inoculations, carbon rations, food rations, uh, carbon lockdowns. And, and they said last year, we don't care if you don't like carbon lockdowns. We're not going to have to actually tell you you can't drive your car or you can't go to the store. You won't have the money for the energy. But who does have the energy? is the third world and authoritarian countries, the globalists, these big corporations control, these crony capitalists, these middlemen that Trump talked about that are destroying the middle class worldwide to consolidate power. China builds new coal power plants every week. India builds them every few weeks. Mexico builds them every few weeks. But we've had over a 1,000 shut down here. They could build, again, hundreds and hundreds of new coal power plants, and it wouldn't pay for 30% of the electric cars they claim they're going to put on the road. Scientists have broke it down. There's not enough rare earth minerals in the world to actually make half the cars in the world by 2030 go to battery-driven, even though they're toxic and don't work and most of the energy that gets delivered to the batteries comes from a type of carbon. It's all a lie. They're telling us they're replacing the old, quote, dirty system with something new, but they are not replacing it. It isn't going to work. It's not designed to work. Spain, a decade ago 
was the first country to implement the windmills and all this crap. And they are in a sustained depression now. So, so I want to plug Alex's book here. We have it, The Great Reset. If you guys don't have a copy yet, you guys can get it. So, Alex, I want you to dive a little bit deeper into part of what you mentioned, um, which is immigration. So what role does foreign policy also play in this? Um, for example, it seems as if the Davos crowd was very much behind intervening in the Ukraine war, getting behind Zelensky. This can be confusing for some people. Can you talk about how, you know, what happened in Ukraine was almost a proxy conflict in some sense? And not saying that in any way, shape, or form, we're not denouncing what Vladimir Putin did when he in invaded Ukraine, but why is it that all of a sudden there was tens of billions of dollars being spent from the West, nearly 70 or $80 billion to Ukraine? How does that fit in the Great Reset? Well, absolutely, Charlie. I've never been to Russia. I'm not a Russophile. Uh, I know that uh, Vladimir Putin is is not a sweetie pie. Neither is Xi Jinping. That said, China has announced control of the whole South China Sea and is actually spying on us and infiltrating us and shipping fentanyl in. If Russia was doing any of that, I would be absolutely in Russia's face. The truth is, Russia is surrounded by the globalists in NATO. They overthrew the elected government eight years ago. I know guys that are my friends that have been over there the last eight years fighting and killing Russians in a proxy war with the U.S. and NATO, and now that's official. And so they kept pushing the Russian border. They kept killing Russians in Russian areas that have been Russian since Russia was founded. Russia was founded in Ukraine a thousand years ago. Name basically translates to Slav the Great. He was named Slav, so call themselves Slavs. He was like an Orthodox uh, Christian uh, bishop. And so that's their birthplace. And, and, and so if Russia had troops in northern Mexico, I would be saying, let's blow them up. I don't want war, but that would be provocation. This is a provocation. So you talk about foreign policy. Foreign policy and immigration is everything. You have the IMF and World Bank saying, if you want these loans, you've got to not in your lockdown. And then when the lockdowns go on and on, people start starving to death. And then the U.N. builds giant migrant processing. We'll be right back with more, folks. The best-selling book in America last week was The Great Reset and the War for the Worlds, written by Alex Jones. Jones sold more than 56,000 copies of his book last week. But the New York Times lied about that because the New York Times doesn't want you to know that. The New York Times wants you to believe that Alex Jones is more discredited than the New York Times. The paper that started the Iraq War by lying about weapons of mass destruction and got a million people killed. So they lied about his book. The Great Reset and the War for the World, the historic book that lays out the plans of the Great Reset Death Star and exposes the New World Order's plans for global enslavement. Get your copy now at Amazon.com to keep the book at number one and InfoWarsStore.com to help keep InfoWars on the air. The Great Reset and the War for the World by Alex Jones. Now, number one in the world. Donald Trump and the Magna Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. I wouldn't be surprised if this doesn't have an operational name. In fact, I bet it does. I bet it's called Operation Matador. They see us as the bull, and they are shaking a red flag in our face 
and the matador is the deep state with a long, skinny, razor-sharp sword so that when the bull lunges forward, the matador uses the force of its weight to drive it into the heart and step aside with his cape as the bull buries himself into the dust. They've got the ace of spades in their hand, which is false flags. Before you launch a war, you stage false flags. That's the first thing you do, because nobody wants to say they started a war. Bad guys start wars. So every time a war gets launched by bad guys, they stage an event. This is Operation Matador. It's You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. back to Alex Jones speaking at defeat the great reset event brought on by TPUSA this Saturday. It was founded in Ukraine a thousand years ago. The name basically translates to Slav the Great. He was named Slav, so call himself Slavs. He was like an Orthodox uh, Christian uh, bishop. And so that's their birthplace. And, and, and so if Russia had troops in northern Mexico, I would be saying, let's blow them up. I don't want war, but that would be provocation. This is a provocation. So you talk about foreign policy. Foreign policy and immigration is everything. You have the IMF and World Bank saying, if you want these loans, you've got to not in your lockdown. And then when the lockdowns go on and on, people start starving to death. And then the UN builds giant migrant processing centers where they put them on boats, airplanes, and buses. In some cases, they just walk across Central America, into Northern America, into Southern North America, Mexico, and into the U.S. And we see the numbers. I've talked to Border Patrol, but down there many times just this year and last year, they estimate in Texas alone a month over a million people they're not catching. So get that straight. I had Border Patrol tell me 12 million a year since Biden's got in. So that's, that's 18, 19 million people so far to the Texas sector. And when they do catch them, they just send them on buses and dump them out wherever Democrats want and wherever they direct them around the country. So that is a direct effect of the globalist lockdown policy of the U.N. organizing those folks, just like they brought in 15 million Muslims in the last decade. The same guy that ran the refugee resettlement program into Macedonia, into Greece, into Italy, into France, into Germany, into Spain, the same guy came and got the contract last year in Texas with these giant, there's more than 15 giant migrant centers on the border that hold more than 20,000 people apiece. Football field after football field after football field. Of course, they don't want that in Martha's Vineyard. They want it here. Then they deploy those people. They get them a job. They make them pay part of the money back to Democratic Party front groups and foundations. And then they also put them on welfare and then make them give them, and these investigations have come out, about half their paycheck. So these are slaves, refugees of globalism, refugees of the Great Reset, refugees of the COVID lockdowns being brought into the U.S., brought into Europe. It's the same system in Europe, same system here. They're given a cell phone and they're given an ID system that is then skimmed, just like NGOs skim off the homeless groups. That's why they promote the homelessness, ship the fentanyl in, give them all the drugs, tell the police don't stop them. Is that So it's a lifestyle choice to go take fentanyl or sit around drinking all day or taking heroin or whatever the drug is they're on 
because the left is siphoning off and skimming off the money off the top of that and farming illegal aliens, farming the child traffic slaves, farming the human traffic, farming the fentanyl uh, hobos and drug addicts. This is the plan. Now, moving back to Ukraine, because that was your central question. We know now it's almost $70 billion since February. That's just uh, six months, folks, that's been pumped into Ukraine, and almost all of it gets siphoned back into Democrat Party coffers. And so we always hear about how money gets siphoned off to Israel. And a lot of the aid money that goes to Israel does end up going back to U.S. politicians. That's true. I'm pro-Israel, but that's a bad thing. I don't like foreign aid because it's corrupt, just like Rand Paul said. And we also see that happening in other countries. But if you compare the theft going on in Ukraine, never in U.S. history has there been this level of almost $70 billion as of a week ago. It was like $69 billion. So I guess it was another billion. This was $70 billion now. $70 billion we know of black hole into Ukraine, and then it comes right back out. And then all these videos come out of U.S. troops with Texas and Georgian and Floridian accents literally removing mines, bringing troops in and slaughtering Russians. That is extremely dangerous. And if we're going to go to war with Russia, Biden should say we're in a proxy war. U.S. troops are dying. Uh, this is going on. No, 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 no. You know, it, it was a big scandal when the general Russian public didn't know during the Afghan war, the 80s, that tens of thousands of Russians died. They tried to suppress that. Well, this is going on here today. There are a lot of U.S. troops being buried in, in very private ceremonies, and their widows and widowers are being told don't talk about it. So we're in a war, a physical war with the Russians. And again, the Russians have got their problems. It's it's the culture of the Ukrainian opposition from World War II when Ukraine was occupied by the Nazis. If you weren't a collaborator, they killed you. So they adopted Nazism and then persecuted the Slavic majority. Now, if the Azov groups are the main people, and they, they hail Hitler, they do the fascist salute, and so all I'm saying is uh, we are really in a lot of trouble here. So, Alex, shifting gears here, you know, the way that our own government talks about everybody in this room, they call them semi-fascists or domestic terrorists, it, may, it reminds me that back, you know, you were one of the few voices back in early 2000 that stood against the Patriot Act. And I'll be the first one to admit, I used to be in favor of all these silly programs. And I think some people in this room probably were as well. You know, Bush and everyone said everything's going to be fine. It's going to go after Al-Qaeda, go after the terrorists. But you said, hey, this is going to be used against Americans and against actual patriots. Going into 2008, 2009, 2010, Barack Obama played his hand a little bit. But, Alex, it's very clear that our national security apparatus spends more time infiltrating political dissident groups that they disagree with on the American right. Alex, talk about what you saw with the Patriot Act back in 2001, 2002. Talk about how people didn't take you seriously at the time, but now it's a consensus view. And then finally, talk about how they're using Department of Justice, FBI, all these national security apparatus as an arm of the Democrat Party. Absolutely. You know, this is a great reset discussion, but everything is a subset of that. So restricting energy, food, and energy for machines – Cut the energy off to humans and machines, but then let the authoritarian countries actually double and triple their profits like Russia's really doing. There's a larger global agenda above all this, and, and it's the same thing for the national security state. Nobody hates radical Islam and what I'd really call orthodox Islam more than me. 
Nobody hates al-Qaeda and those dirtbags more than me. Nobody's saying there isn't radical Islam and terror attacks and a terror threat. But you could look at how that legislation was written, what was put through in 2001, 2002, 2003, and from day one it was being used against the American people because it was written saying this could happen to U.S. citizens. Uh, under military law and the laws of war, if somebody's a citizen and they're overseas or they're part of a terror group or they're here with a terror group domestically, nobody's held back from taking them out or going after them. That's just not true. And so now the Great Reset is incredibly important. And when I said the energy being cut off is central, that's central to their long-term goal. But in countries the globalists don't fully control, like America, you can't have tyranny worldwide under the UN if you still have some free countries left. And so, and folks, the UN really is taking over. Last Thursday, Facebook again testified in the Senate that they take orders not only from the Biden White House on what to censor. They send them a list of accounts every day and, and, and who to ban, but the UN also gives them orders. So, so we have this multinational, international corporate front group, the UN, that has openly come out last June through the Biden administration. They put out their new counterterrorism U.S. government policy report. Nowhere was mentioned radical Islam. Nowhere was mentioned MS-13. Nowhere was mentioned human smuggling. Nowhere was mentioned the Russians or the Chinese. And that's really as infiltrated as, as the communist Chinese. It was all people that, not, that question elections, people that question lockdowns, open borders, or forced inoculations. And you can read the report for yourself. And since then, they've had all their talking heads and uh, Obama and, and Hillary and Biden and Kamala Harris and all these senators and congressmen, particularly the last month in a fever pitch ahead of the midterms, 52 days out, saying, our opposition are terrorists. We have to kill the MAGA movement. We have to kill the Trump populist movement. These are quotes. We have to crush them. They're illegal. And then now, again, we learn Facebook is spying on all prominent conservatives and sending your private messages that are nonviolent to the FBI that has special political units set up a trillion times worse than anything Richard Nixon even imagined to do. And so this is a political one-party system that is hated, that is corrupt, that is insider trading, that is sold out to the Chicoms, knowing the world's waking up, knowing America's waking up, trying to start wars as distractions, imploding in borders as distractions, and trying to then openly outlaw their political opposition and to create a uniparty, one-party state. So I am predicting, and by exposing this, they may not do it, but I am predicting they're going to false flag or provocateur absolutely incredibly violent acts, if not by the midterms, as an October surprise, I mean the next few weeks. But sometime before the 2024 election, because they're telling. All right, ladies and gentlemen, he keeps going. The madman won't stop. There's more on the other side of this break. People ask me all the time, what is your best nootropic? You've got Turbo Force, you've got Brain Force Plus, and you've got Brain Force Ultra. Which one is better? And that's like asking, what's better, a Ford F-150? Uh, or a Cadillac, or a Ferrari. It's different strokes for different folks. It varies. All three are different formulas. All three do different things. 
TurboForce is 10 hours of clean, out-of-control energy. I can't even take a whole pack myself. BrainForce Plus is a long-term acting clean nootropic. This BrainForce Ultra is a super fast-acting nootropic that creates incredible clarity but doesn't last very long. They're all three different formulas. And finally, back in stock, massively discounted, BrainForce Ultra is available at InfoWarsStore.com. BrainForce Ultra, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. going to pick up the Alex Jones speech from the TPUSA event on the other side of this segment. We've got about eight or so minutes left of it, so we're going to fill up the next segment with that now. Let me get into how we can stay on air, because Alex is out this week, hopefully just this week, could go on to next week, we don't really know dealing with the most recent court battles and lawfare that we have to deal with here at InfoWars every day. So he's in Connecticut dealing with court stuff. We may or may not be getting some reports, some updates on that from Alex before the end of the day, but stay tuned at InfoWars.com for the latest breaking news and updates there, and then as well on Band.video, where we actually have a team of legal experts that have a channel there covering that trial exclusively at band.video. But, you know, people are starting to realize now as the censorship expands and ramps up and now the Biden White House actually just demanding and running the big tech censorship, demanding big tech platforms censor their opposition and, and really running it at this point, that's how aggressive it's gotten. And, of course, InfoWars was target number one to be shut down. And now they've moved on to their next plan of action, which is if the censorship off the Internet doesn't work, then we'll go after you and destroy you in courtrooms where our judges and our lawyers are all there and our brainwashed minions in the jury. And so that's the process we're at. Now, we don't have big billionaire donors, big corporate donors. We have you in the audience shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. And look at what you've done. Look at what you've built. It's amazing what you've built here. And I don't want to see this mothership that we've all built together get taken out of orbit and grounded and not in the InfoWar anymore, the battle for the soul, for the mind, for the hearts of America. And it's your support at InfoWarsStore.com that keeps us on the air. The book sales for Alex's book have been huge. Top seller on Amazon. The New York Times bestsellers list is trying to snub us from being on it, but we were the bestseller. The Great Reset in the War for World by Alex Jones. You can get it at InfoWarsStore.com or on Amazon if you want to help it stay on top of the charts. Of course, we sell the highest quality supplements as well at InfoWarsStore.com. And now, if you're like me, and a lot of people are like me, when there's a changing of the season, you start to get a little under the weather. In fact, if you listen to me often, you probably notice my voice sounds a little uh, uh, hoarse or raspy today. 
got a little seasonal distress. So I've been upping my supplement intake. I feel great, by the way. It's just a little seasonal distress. But that's because I take the supplements at InfoWarsStore.com. If I wasn't taking all the supplements, I probably would be in a lot worse place today uh, with headaches and congestion and, and a sore throat and raspiness. But really, I just got a little, just just like a 1% problem and I'll be fine. And I truly believe that's because of the supplements I take at InfoWarsStore.com including the Immune Support Super Combo, which is a three-supplement pack, and we've been out of stock on these supplements. Now they're back in stock at a discounted rate, 50% off when you buy them in the pack, and that's the vitamin D3 gummies, that's the vitamin C plus zinc, and the DNA Force Plus. That is the Super Immune Support Pack at InfoWarsStore.com. 50% off, 50% off when you get that in the pack. And it just can't be said enough, folks, As we head into a new season and as the weather starts to get a little colder and the sun starts to be around a little less, getting your immune system ready for that is key. It's the Immunity Supercharger Combo Pack, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. And also, 10,000 of the Theodore Roosevelt Man in the Arena coins. Only 10,000 are minted. I'm not sure how many we've sold. But this is going to be a great collector's item. You can get it at InfoWarsStore.com, and that will take you directly to 1776Coin.com, where you can get your limited edition coin. All their talking heads, and uh, Obama, and, and Hillary, and Biden, and Kamala Harris, and all these senators and congressmen, particularly the last month in a fever pitch ahead of the midterms, 52 days out, saying... Our opposition are terrorists. We have to kill the MAGA movement. We have to kill the Trump populist movement. These are quotes. We have to crush them. They're illegal. And then now, again, we learn Facebook is spying on all prominent conservatives and sending your private messages that are nonviolent to the FBI that has special political units set up a trillion times worse than anything Richard Nixon even imagined to do. And so this is a political... One party system that is hated, that is corrupt, that is insider trading, that is sold out to the Chicoms, knowing the world's waking up, knowing America's waking up, trying to start wars as distractions, imploding in borders as distractions, and trying to then openly outlaw their political opposition and to create a uniparty, one party state. So I am predicting, and by exposing this, they may not do it, but I am predicting they're going to false flag or provocateur absolutely incredibly violent acts, if not by the midterms, as an October surprise, I mean the next few weeks, but sometime before the 2024 election, because they're telegraphing it, they're saying Republicans are terrorists. No, we didn't burn down $2.3 billion of car dealerships and, 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 and people's apartment homes. And we didn't shoot a bunch of cops and shoot a bunch of innocent people, mostly peaceful demonstrators. So we're being branded as loyal, hardworking, good Americans as terrorists. The leftist media is saying white people inherently are bad and evil. They plan on trying to trigger a race war and a political war. And I know conservatives and populists and nationalists and America firsters Don't want that, aren't stupid. We don't think a cop's our enemy or an average FBI agent. We don't think car bombing a federal building is good. It's bad. So we have no motive. We wouldn't do it. But who has a motive and who is swinging from the chandeliers 
running around like chickens with their heads cut off, saying we're about to blow stuff up or shoot people. That is them telling you what their desperate next move, their primal scream that Steve Bannon talked about. That's what their backs against the wall, their cornered rats. We're winning ideologically, culturally, economically, spiritually. The whole world's turning against globalism. They're electing to leadership positions all over Eastern Europe and in Canada and Australia and Latin America, populist, anti-globalist, nationalist, Christian patriots. So they see the trend, and their answer is outlaw their political opposition by staging terror attacks and blaming it on us. And that's what takes us back to 2002. 2003 in this whole process. So I want to I want to reemphasize that Alex just said. I wrote a whole piece for the great website Revolver.News. I know a lot of you guys read Revolver.News. They do a fabulous job, which is you cannot allow them to provoke you into doing something that you do not want to do that you would regret. We have to stay peaceful. They would love nothing more than to try to provoke the entire MAGA movement. Like, what, remember James Lindsay said, go right up to the inch before your face and you slap it away? It's very, very important. And Alex articulated how they might try to infiltrate groups, they might try to infiltrate chat rooms. They, and this is, we know this thanks to declassified FBI documents and DOJ documents. And they're, they're almost warning in advance. And Alex, I said the same thing on our podcast, which is why do they all of a sudden out of anywhere say, well, these people support political violence, domestic violent extremism. It's very strange how it's almost this drumbeat has come out of nowhere. They have to get that narrative in the zeitgeist. So I just want to reemphasize, everyone watching at home, we, we remain peaceful. They lose. In fact, it's very important. Okay? Charlie, you're totally right. Two weeks ago, I did three hours on this, literally screaming it to, to my millions of listeners and viewers. And it was a telltale sign. CNN, MSNBC, The Young Turks, and, and there was more than that. I couldn't watch it all. Dozens of programs said Alex Jones calls for political violence. And then they would show video of me without audio, but never say what I said. So they were so upset by me saying, don't be violent, that they put out national reports saying I called for violence. These people are bottomless. They are willing to go to any length. And I'm telling you, folks, I used to think that I knew how bad they were. Now that I've experienced this at the level Trump's experienced it, they will create whole systems of lies where the story is so elaborate, so big, so crazy, you think, well, some of that's got to be true. No, they've created stories about me, and I'm not being a victim. But viewers need to know, and the, the audience needs to know, folks, I'm telling you, they create stories about me where none of it's true. And they're whole complex narratives, whole complex things. And I'm like reading this or watching this, and I mean, you know, hour-long CNN specials, HBO specials, PBS specials, and I'm watching it, and none of it is true. None of it. Normally you think, you know, they mix a lie in, you know, slip the poison in with a piece of candy. No, no, no. They have gone to the next level. We all wonder, well, everybody hates the mainstream media. People are waking up. They're turning against them. What will they do? Will they, will they stop lying? And the answer is no. This new CNN ownership, they're not backing off. They're just getting less obvious about it. It's um, it's very clear. It's a whole system of lies. That's well said. For those of you watching at home, I'll just mention again, we have a Turning Point USA booklet for any, any gift of any amount to Turning Point USA, tpusa.com. You guys can get this. And I want to secondly also plug Alex Jones' book, The Great Reset. It's fabulous for everyone watching at home. So, Alex, we have a couple minutes remaining here. I want to go through two remaining topics. Number one, transhumanism. Merging of man and machine, the media hates when you talk about it. And then finally, I want to finish with the last question of what can we do? Because I'm looking at the audience here, and you're talking about this, Alex. I could just feel 
the kind of vibe of it's overwhelming. And so, Alex, start with transhumanism. Just do that really quick and then tell the people, tell the audience, tell the millions at home, tell the grassroots, tell the citizens what can be done to defeat the Great Reset. Beautifully said, Charlie. Thank you so much, sir. Look, they're cutting off our energy. They're, they're coming after our freedoms. They're imploding our future. But once we wake up, they're the ones doing it on purpose, and they can't pose as a savior. And once their great reset is known, it's game over. So their plan for us is poverty and implosion. You'll own nothing. You'll have nothing. Basically, euthanasia, abortion, poison shots, and, 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 and depopulation. That vision for themselves that we've seen from a lot of not just Democrats but Republicans as well is I'm going to live forever. And the age of humans is over, and we're going to merge with machines, and you know it's going to be so beautiful, and there'll be no humans by 2050. That's Yuval Harari. You'll either evolve and accept this, or you'll die. That's their delusion. So their plan for us is death and tyranny, tyranny and death. Their plan for themselves is immortality, and they're going to be gods. That's the serpent in the garden. It's the same lie over and over again. So let me give the viewers and listeners the good news. I go out on the street, despite the fact that I'm attacked everywhere. And as an average citizen, which is a blessing, believe me, you don't want to be famous if you don't have to be. The average person goes out and doesn't know if people are awake, doesn't know if people are patriots, doesn't know if they're aware of the new order. Believe me, all the attacks, all the demonization, whether I am in Austin, Texas, or whether I'm in Florida, or whether I'm in New York, or whether I'm in Canada or the UK, or, or, or whether I'm in Las Vegas or L.A., I am mobbed. 99% positive. Almost nothing negative, and they usually are violent and throw coffee on me and stuff like that. But the good news is they are screwed. They have weird little leftist enclave areas in every city. And, and they have their own, you know, the, the, the universities they've taken over that Charlie's trying to liberate. But other than that, the corporate media, Martha's Vineyard, these elite areas they all hide in, the average person, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, old, young, gay, straight, they just want freedom. They just want a future. They just want justice. And so... My book's number one in the world, thanks to all you patriots getting out to people, the great recent war of the world. People are waking up, and so don't get down. No, submission is death, resistance is freedom and liberty in life. And so it's like any fight. When I was growing up at school and some bully was going to beat me up after school because I dated his girlfriend, I went ahead and just didn't like it, but I went ahead and went out and met him. And as soon as fists started flying, I wasn't scared anymore, and most of the time they got they went down. And, and so what I'm saying is, is that this is where we are. We were handed this by our forebearers. We have this beautiful country, this beautiful planet. And, and, and Turning Point USA is the heart of the global resistance. America is the heart of, of the global resistance to tyranny. And so we have a real responsibility and an honor to be alive now and to be involved. And think of the billions of people crying out for freedom worldwide, crying out for God to save them. Well, God sends people to save people. God could do everything, but God loves free will. God's waiting for us to take action. And so I am so honored to be with this crowd of people and so honored to be with you because, listen, we are the tip of the spear. So don't be down. Don't be overwhelmed. God won't give you anything you can't overcome through Christ Jesus. So God bless you all, and we're going to win this in the end. We have to. One more time for Alex Jones, everybody. Alex, thank you so much. God bless you. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles, and those live feeds, both the regular shows and special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars emergency news alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Big Brother, mainstream media, government cover-ups. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. Live from the Infowars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. And now, your host, Owen Schroyer. All right. All right, taking over and fulfilling the host duties now. And I think there's only one thing, obviously, there's only one thing that I should be talking about and obsessing over right now, and that's the queen and royalty. Because it's the 21st century and we still believe in royalty. Yeah! Of course, I'm being facetious. Julian really Odd one that every morning now for almost three weeks, I wake up, I, I turn my TV news on, and it's following the next queen funeral. The next queen funeral. 30 funerals for the queen. Only George Flo- uh, Floyd could uh, rival such a magnanimous departure from this planet. Ah, it's royalty. We still do royalty in this world, apparently. No, I think um, I think the royals should uh, should decry royalty and this idea of a king and queen. Of course, they won't. <laughs> but uh, the obsession is weird. I got to tell you, not my culture, and I'm proud of that. However, we've got our own corrupt leadership. We've got a president acting like he wishes he was king. A Democrat party that acts like they are royalty in their new lust for power and domination of your life. Now, the regime face, the face of the regime, the puppet Joe Biden gave a 60 Minutes interview that aired last night, which surprisingly enough to me, it was candid 
And even the 60 Minutes host, Scott Pelley, asked some pretty good questions. Now, you know, he fluffed it up. He, he made sure that even though he was going to ask him a couple tough questions, he gave him a nice fluffy pillow in bed to rest in while he was answering it. He didn't, he didn't press him too hard. Uh, but he did ask some serious questions. We're going to play some of those clips. Biden was more coherent than he typically is but yet still the signs of dementia and whatever else he is going through with his uh, broken brain were apparent. So let me get to some of the news headlines, and then we'll play some of those clips from the 60 Minutes interview. Joe Biden says, People disapprove of me because they are psychologically unable to be happy. This is projection. Now, what motivates Joe Biden to say something like that is odd because you wouldn't think that he's projecting. This is a guy who spent 50% of his presidency on vacation. This is a guy who, as soon as his wife was deceased, had a much younger woman in bed ready to marry him again. This is a man who goes to his beachfront mansion every weekend on your taxpayer dollar. So is it Biden that is projecting that he is unable to be happy? Or is he just understanding the modern day Democrat liberal mindset of misery loves company and that's who he's really addressing here? Because to me, while conservatives and, and Republicans or, or like-minded people are frustrated with the way things are going, I don't see us unable to be happy. I don't think we're psychologically unable to be happy. I don't witness that at conservative events, Trump events, or when I have events. Or hell, even here on air, on the Alex Jones Show or the War Room or the American Journal with Harrison Smith, when we're covering some of the most serious news, we've got plenty of time to be happy and jovial and crack jokes and laugh and have a smile. So who is Joe Biden really talking about when he says people are psychologically unable to be happy? I think it's pretty obvious. I think that's the, your, your modern-day average liberal progressive Democrat who finds misery in everything, and the only time they find any enjoyment in life is when they're telling you what to do or censoring you, or shutting down your business, or abusing your children. And then, when they're denied access to those sordid activities, that's when they start to lash out and get angry. They need to control you. And that's the biggest grab here that people need to understand, whether you're, whether you see yourself on the left side of the political spectrum or the right side of the political spectrum, it's very, very important we understand what each side really represents. And I like to start off with this as kind of the launching pad. Just hypothetically speaking, let's say that the country decided to divide into two countries and have a Republican country and a Democrat party country. Now, let's just, let's just pretend that this is a situation. Well, why wouldn't that work out? In the current political climate, my guess is you could ask, let's say, let's say you ask 100 people that identify as Democrat or Republican. My guess is 90% of Republicans 
would say, yes, they'd be down for a country split at this point because they want nothing to do with Democrat Party leadership. But despite all of the crying and moaning and whining and, and attacks and lies against Republicans that Democrats say, I bet if you ask Democrats about splitting the country, only 10% of them would say it's a good thing. Now, why would you have that difference? Why would you have a situation? I mean, let, or you could assume that Democrats would like to see the country separated and they would say, okay, we'll have Democrat run America and Republican run America. But Democrats don't want that. Why? Why wouldn't the American left be in agreement with something like that? There's two reasons. One, they already know that their policies are failures. They're not stupid. They know California and, 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 and New York and Illinois are disasters of states run by Democrats. They know every major inner city that's run by Democrats goes to hell within a decade. St. Louis, Baltimore, New Orleans, you name it. It's all of them. So, so they know that their leadership destroys worlds. But that's not really the problem here. Democrats, the modern day American left is all about control. It's all about subjugation. So the modern day Democrat party would not want a two party system in America where Republicans have red states, Democrats have blue states. They would never want that because their entire ideology is based off of controlling your life. So, sure, Republicans would say, all right, let's, let's separate. We just want to be independent of you guys trying to control our lives anyway. Democrats, despite all the attacks they say about conservatives, oh, they're racist, oh, they're bigots, oh, they're xenophobic, oh, they're, they're extremists, oh, they're hate groups. Okay, well, let's just separate then. We'll, we'll, we'll have our lives, you'll have yours. No, they can't have that because their entire, their entire operational motivation is to control your life. Tell you how to protect your family and yourself. Tell you how to educate your children. Tell you how to spend your money. Tell you how to travel. Tell you what to eat. Tell you where and how to live. So sure, you ask a Republican today, they'd sure, I'd love to have a separation between the Republicans and the Democrats. Split America into two different countries now. But Democrats would never have that because it's all about controlling you. Democrats want to tell you how to live your life. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. So last night, Joe Biden 
declared that the COVID pandemic is over. Here is that clip from last night's 60 Minutes interview, clip 14. Mr. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's, but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing. And I think this is a perfect example of it. Total clown world stuff. You could, have had the De- you could have had the Detroit Auto Show in 2020 and 2021 with no masks or vaccines, and there wouldn't have been a pandemic then either. <laughs> that's what's so weird, man. That's the, that's the crazy clown world that we're in today. It's, it's, we're just playing games like little kids. I mean, doesn't it feel like that sometimes? Did you ever play make-believe with your cousins or your, your, your friends growing up when you were little kids? You play make-believe? That's what this is, is, is. It's grown adults in our government playing make-believe, but forcing us into their clown world, make-believe world that doesn't exist. Now, okay, Biden declares the pandemic is over. We'll see if the White House uh, tries to retract that statement like they've had to retract others that he made last night on the 60 Minutes interview. But that hasn't stopped the vaccine pushers from pushing their vaccines. Now, there's been a realization. Some sectors of the government, now nobody's being outright honest about this vaccine uh, that, that, that promoted it because they know how bad it is. That's like, I mean, it'd be like if you were the snack provider for, uh, uh, let's say, a, a youth peewee football team and you were the snack provider at halftime, and you brought oranges, orange slices or something for the whole team at halftime, and then the entire team got sick in the second half, and it's like, uh-oh, you knew it was from what you, well, oh, I, I don't know anything about that. Maybe we should stop having snack time. I think snack time was the problem. It's like, no, you gave them bad snacks. You gave them poison snacks. It's like, no, 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 I think maybe just snack time in general is a problem, and we should just end snack time. Like, well, Okay, maybe we should end snack time, but we know what you did. So now certain areas are backing off the vaccine mandates, like in the military, because they know that this COVID-19 vaccine is probably the biggest humanitarian pharmaceutical disaster, maybe world history, but certainly modern history. And that's saying something because there have been vaccines that have already caused disasters like the vaccine caused a polio outbreak in Africa. Looks like it's about to cause a polio outbreak in New York City. You've had, of course, the experimentation on individuals with vaccines like the Tuskegee experiment. You've had deadly drugs pushed by the system that get pulled off the market. So, I mean, there have been a lot of pharmaceutical disasters that have killed millions of people. I mean, hell, just opioids in general kill millions of people pharmaceutical drugs but so all the vaccine pushers now know it's bad and there's two responses one you either back off of it knowing the vaccine has been a complete disaster or two you double down and in your confidence that's the big act is this the con game of oh the vaccine is great look at how confident i am in it but the numbers are in and it's not going so well. So we'll see if the White House sticks by Biden's statement that COVID pandemic is over. 
as they continue to push those deadly vaccines that that don't just not do a damn thing to stop COVID, they're, they're going to do more harm than good. And almost every study, the further we get into this and more and newer studies come out, every study is now indicating what we all knew from the beginning. The COVID vaccine destroys your immune system. The COVID vaccine gives you all kinds of other negative side effects that have nothing to do with even COVID, heart problems, stroke, Guillain-Barre, you name it. So it's either double down and pretend like you're still confident in the vaccines like Trump has done, like a jackass, or you back off the mandates and the promotion of the vaccines and just say, well, we're just, we're just not doing mandates and promotions anymore, but you don't tell people why. And so that's where it's going. Following U.S. Navy's change to vaccine mandate policy, U.S. Marine Corps follows. Yeah, they see how much of a disaster this has been and uh, what a humanitarian crisis the vaccine is with the deadly side effects. But not everybody is going that direction. New York City, there it is, run by the tyrannical Democrats, New York City fires another 850 teachers and teaching aides after they failed to get the COVID vaccine by September 5th deadline, bringing the total number to 1,950 terminated by Department of Education since vaccine mandate took effect. So there is no pandemic. The vaccine doesn't stop you from getting COVID or spreading COVID. It's actually negative on you. It's basically just straight up a poison. I mean, that's really what it is at this point. The vaccine is just a straight up poison. But they're still making you get it in New York City because Democrats, tyrants, authoritarians, fascists, totalitarians, conformists. What other words can we use here? So the the military says, "Okay, this vaccine has been a disaster. Let's back off the mandates. But the tyrannical Democrats that run the New York City educational system, they say, Let's double down on our con game with the vaccine. But see, there's another element to this that the left understands in their totalitarian nature. Keeping the vaccine mandate is more important to them because it weeds out free thinkers. It weeds out nonconformists. It weeds out, in their eyes, conservatives. And so the New York City education system is not keeping the vaccine around because they think it works or it protects from COVID or the safety of their teachers and students. The New York City Education Department is keeping the vaccine as a mandate as a filter to, to, to keep nonconformists out of the classroom, conservatives, Christians, and all these people out of the classroom. They want totality in the education department. They only want radical leftists teaching children. They only want radical leftists indoctrinating children. That's why the New York City Education Department is keeping the vaccine around. Has nothing to do with health and safety. Has everything to do with control over the teachers that are indoctrinating the children in New York City. But, uh, you know, what's going to be amazing to witness, and we're already really witnessing it, we just haven't realized that this is what's happening, New York City, at some points in modern history, could have been considered the greatest city on earth, uh, a bastion of a hive of activity and civilization and, and, and human experience, has now been completely turned into a dystopian hellhole by Democrats. And, you know, it's really a story that doesn't get talked about enough. The greatness, the once great 
bastion of human civilization, New York City, is now a bastion of Democrat Party and globalist tyranny and a third world hellhole. Less than half of Manhattan workers have returned to the office. Well, yeah, uh, once you go commie and you're a lazy bum, you never want to go back. Yeah, people that like taking other people's money and hard-earned money and, and energy, of course they never want to go back to work. They're lazy bums. And they got to keep the fear. Dreaded side effect rears its ugly head in latest COVID variant. You know, I got to tell you, I think, uh, I think what's going on here, and uh, we had doctors already warn us that this would be the case. I, I really think this truly was an alley-oop attack on humanity to, to kill a large number of people, and it's worked very well, and I don't think the numbers are final yet, folks, especially with people continuing to put this poison in their veins. They created the virus in a lab. They made it highly contagious, deadly if you're, if you're morbidly obese or have comorbidities. But that was half of the biological warfare against humans on this planet. The second half and the key was the vaccine. Because most people are going to survive their man-made virus. But what happens is you're not, going to fi- you're not going to survive five of these vaccines. And the vaccinated are now creating variants of COVID that are just going to kill the vaccinated people. So if you never got a vaccine and you've got natural immunity, you're fine. You might get COVID here and there because the vaccinated keep spreading their variants. But the numbers are going to be overwhelming pretty soon of how many vaccinated people are dying. The best-selling book in America last week was The Great Reset and the War for the Worlds, written by Alex Jones. Jones sold more than 56,000 copies of his book last week. But the New York Times lied about that because the New York Times doesn't want you to know that. The New York Times wants you to believe that Alex Jones is more discredited than the New York Times. The paper that started the Iraq War by lying about weapons of mass destruction and got a million people killed. So they lied about his book. The Great Reset and the War for the World, the historic book that lays out the plans of the Great Reset Death Star and exposes the New World Order's plans for global enslavement. Get your copy now at Amazon.com to keep the book at number one and InfoWarsStore.com to help keep InfoWars on the air. The Great Reset and the War for the World by Alex Jones. Now, number one in the world. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. I wouldn't be surprised if this doesn't have an operational name. In fact, I bet it does. I bet it's called Operation Matador. They see us as the bull, and they are shaking a red flag in our face. And the Matador is the deep state with a long, skinny, razor-sharp sword so that when the bull lunges forward, the Matador uses the force of its weight to drive it into the heart and step aside with his cape as the bull buries himself into the dust. They've got the ace of spades in their hand, which is false flags. Before you launch a war, you stage false flags. That's the first thing you do, because nobody wants to say they started a war. Bad guys start wars. So every time a war gets launched by bad guys, they stage an event. This is Operation Matador. The re- You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
says the pandemic is over, so why are we still promoting these vaccines that only have emergency use authorization and haven't even been tested on humans? Well, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to. You're in the clown world run by Biden and Jean-Pierre and Kamala Harris and Democrats, you know, where men can get pregnant and men are women. It's the clown world. We're just living in it. But that's not the only lies Joe Biden was telling on his 60 Minutes interview. Oh, the pandemic is over now. It's been over, Jack. Just up an inch, Joe Biden downplays his record 8.2% inflation number. That was just in August, that number. Um, it's I think it's about 13 or 14% overall since he got into office. Uh, so he, he, he tries to downplays, downplay that as he destroys the middle class in this country. And so credit to Scott Pelley for asking the question. And uh, here he asks, what is Biden doing about inflation in clip 11? Mr. President, as you know, last Tuesday, the annual inflation rate came in at 8.3%. The stock market nosedived. People are shocked by their grocery bills. What can you do better? By the way, better? pause it real and- quick. So all of that was happening last week while Joe Biden and the Democrats were partying with James Taylor, clinking glasses on the success of their economy. I mean, <laughs> these are this is, this is a historic time in America. This is the fall of a great nation. Now, we can still revive ourselves. We can still crawl out of this hole that we've been put in, this, this darkness. But the historical application of this is truly underappreciated right now because we're living this history. Joe Biden and the Democrats partying with James Taylor on the White House lawn about the successes of the economy as the economy is being crushed is truly historical. It's, it's their fall of Rome moment. It's, it's their Caligula moment. I mean, it, it, it's their clown world moment. It's the full transparency of Democrat Party leadership that doesn't give a damn about you. And as long as they feel good and as long as they're up there telling their lies, all is well in their world. However you're going, your life being crushed doesn't matter. The reality of the situation doesn't matter. They're Democrats. They're in charge, and that's all that matters. So they're clinking glasses and celebrating how great of a job they're doing as they're destroying your country. Truly, that is a historical moment. That White House lawn party of the Democrats celebrating the economy that they've destroyed will go down in U.S. history as as one of the biggest clown moments of our country's history. And, and the White House's history. In fact, that, that might be the biggest clown moment in the White House's history. Democrats partying with James Taylor, celebrating the success of the economy that they've destroyed. I don't even think we can really fathom just how ludicrous and historical that was. That will be written about and looked back in time as a moment in history of this is how low America fell. This is how big of a joke America became. And hopefully we rise from there. But let's go back. Let's go back. I apologize. Interrupting the clip. Here's Joe Biden downplaying the destruction of the U.S. economy that he has ushered in. 
8.3%. The stock market nosedived. People are shocked by their grocery bills. What can you do better and faster? Well, first of all, let's put this in perspective. Inflation rate month to month was just a, 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 just an inch, hardly at all. You're not arguing that 8.3 is good news. No, I'm not saying it is good news, but it was 8.2 or 8.2 before. I mean, it's not you. Maybe I can make it sound like all of a sudden, my God, it went to 8.2 percent. That's what has the highest inflation rate, Mr. President, in 40 years. I got that. But guess what we are? We're in a position where for the last several months pause it hasn't it, spiked. It. But again, folks, the dementia here. I mean, he did a pretty good job, I think, covering it up overall in the interview, but it's still the slurring of the words, the mush mouth, the unable to think critically. In the, I mean, obviously, he's not all there. But, I mean, again, I, I don't even know. See, the issue is people still believe this clown. People still believe the lies of the mainstream media and the Democrat Party. So Joe Biden has enough confidence... See, it's just like Anthony Fauci saying, oh, I never said to lock anything down. That little, that little garden gnome rat was the first one saying to lock things down. I never promoted the vaccines. What are you talking about? You did 10 interviews a day promoting the vaccines. Anthony Fauci is so confident in the corrupt media that they will cover up his lies and cover up his activities that he just boldly lies right to your face. Same with Joe Biden. Because they're fascists, folks. They're in a cult. And they control all of the establishment media. And so they're so confident that they have total control of the narrative with their corrupt media that they can lie directly to your face and get away with it. That Joe Biden can act like inflation hasn't been a problem in this country. He says, so what? It's just like an inch. Well, boy, oh boy. How many things do we refer to as a game of inches? Sometimes an inch is a pretty big deal, isn't it? Sometimes an inch can make the difference between a win and a loss, can it? But, okay, forget about the analogies. It's just an outright lie to act like 8.3 inflation is just an inch or to act like 8.3 inflation is not a serious number because it's all historic. It's a historic rise in inflation. Everybody knows it. And Joe Biden is so confident that he can lie to you and the mainstream media will cover for him. And so that's what he does right here. So guys, just rewind that like 10 or so seconds and let's go back to it. So Joe Biden, mush mouth here, dementia ridden Biden with his mush mouth, acting like inflation has not been a problem while he's in office, only able to do so because he knows that the corrupt media is in his back pocket. Or 8.2 before. I mean, it's not you. Maybe I can make it sound like all of a sudden, my God, it went to 8.2%. It's, been, it's the highest inflation rate, Mr. President, in 40 years. I got that. But guess what we are? We're in a position where for the last several months it hasn't spiked. It has just barely, it's been basically it. even. And in the-, the number that Scott Pelley brought up was the month of August, folks. Literally last month. <laughs> I mean, he goes, it's not like that number is from the last month. It's literally from the last month. Continue. Meantime, we created all these jobs and, and prices have have gone up, but they've come down for energy. The fact is that we've created 10 million new jobs. Pause this right here. Sense. Now, this is a little confusing to me. I'm not going to pretend to have all the answers. Sometimes I, I, I just have questions, 
Maybe the question is the answer. This one is a little confusing to me because, look, Trump claimed he had the most jobs created. Biden claims he has the most jobs created. I mean, how, how are you really to know? And my answer would be, well, what does it look like? What does the world look like when I go out into it? I got to say, I mean, I've never seen in my life more help wanted signs than I see now. And maybe that's because Austin is booming. I I don't know. But I mean, you drive around Austin, you drive around the town just for 10, 20 minutes, whatever. I mean, folks, it's help wanted signs everywhere. $20 an hour starting wage. I mean, I've never seen that before. I, I remember when I was in college and before that, like you could find a job but it took a bit of an effort. You might have to apply a couple places, do a couple interviews, and you'd be lucky if you could get $10 an hour. I'm not that old. I'm 33. We're talking just 10 plus years ago here. But now, I mean, my goodness, with inflation, I guess $20 an hour ain't what it used to be. But still, I mean, I can, I can drive for five miles in Austin and I'll find 10 jobs where I can start immediately making $20 an hour. So what's odd about that is, why is nobody taking these jobs? That's the real question here. So maybe the jobs have been created. Why is nobody taking them? But uh, let's continue here and finish up this section of the interview. The fact is that we've created 10 million new jobs We're in a, since we came to office. We're in a situation where we, the unemployment rate is about 3.7 percent, one of the lowest in history. We're in a situation where manufacturing <laughs> is coming back to the United States in a big way. Yeah, I I just can't believe any of what he's saying. I don't know why people aren't working, but it's not for a lack of jobs. Uh, But people are definitely struggling more so than they have under Trump, I would say. Ten-year Treasury yield jumps to 3.5%, the highest level since 2011. Since 2011, since 2011, last time, Democrats were in the White House. See, there's a theme here. When did Russia invade Ukraine last? When Democrats were in the White House... When was the last time inflation was this bad? When Democrats were in the White House. There's a common theme here to all of our problems. And what is that theme, class? Say it with me. Democrats. There we go. We're learning. People ask me all the time, what is your best nootropic? You've got TurboForce. You've got BrainForce Plus. And you've got BrainForce Ultra. Which one is better? And that's like asking... What's better, a Ford F-150 or a Cadillac or a Ferrari? It's different strokes for different folks. It varies. All three are different formulas. All three do different things. TurboForce is 10 hours of clean, out-of-control energy. I can't even take a whole pack myself. BrainForce Plus is a long-term acting clean nootropic. This BrainForce Ultra is a super fast-acting nootropic that creates incredible clarity but doesn't last very long they're all three different formulas and finally back in stock massively discounted brain force ultra is available at infowarsstore.com brain force ultra back in stock infowarsstore.com